Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one righteous page of Talmud every day. And in today's daf, Sachim 17, we are visited by one of the Bible's truly unsung heroes, one of those people who really should be a much bigger deal. Come and hear a resolution, says the daf, to this matter from the next verse. And Haggai answered and said, So is this people, and so is this nation before me, said God, and so is all the work of their hands, and that which they offer there is impure. Who is this Haggai? Not anyone's top three prophet. That honor would probably go to the big boys, you know, people like Jeremiah, who we all know. But here to help us sing the praises of this unsung or insufficiently sung prophet is Rabbi Tzvi Sinensky, who heads the Rabbi Norman Lamb Archives at Yeshiva University. Hello. Hi, how are you, Leon? Excellent. Tell me about Haggai. So it's fascinating. I, I was uh, I was like most of us. I, uh, he was not on my top list. He was not one of those go-to prophets when I was thinking about who our great heroes of the prophets are. And the truth is that about 15 years ago, I was asked to teach a, a course on the prophets who lived at the time of the building of the Second Temple. I knew very little about the time period. People like Ezra, Hamia, Chagai, Zechariah, these were not exactly household names for me necessarily. And Chagai, certainly among those, was truly unsung. And yet, over the course of that teaching experience, and therefore really ultimately a learning experience, Chagai just really emerged as someone who I think it's not a coincidence that he's mentioned on a number of occasions in the Talmud itself, as in today's daf. Haggai was what I call the practical prophet. He lived at the time. <laughs> yeah, he he lived at the time of the, uh, as I say, the rebuilding of the temple, and he was basically what I would call a pull up your sleeves and get the work done, practical, down to earth Zionist. He called for the Jewish people who at that time were quite despondent. They were poverty-stricken. The people who were in Israel and Jerusalem at that time who were rebuilding the temple were not the wealthiest and were not the most self-confident bunch. They were really quite concerned existentially. They were beset by enemies. They were beset by internal fractures and the sense of assimilation and just almost like they were a Mori-bound community. Comes along Haggai and says, enough with this. God is with you. This temple has the potential to be even greater than the first temple, the Temple of Solomon. Let's get to work. And the verses actually describe him being involved in not just matters of purity and impurity, as we find in today's page in the Talmud, but in construction projects. Rebuilding the temple, rebuilding the city at that time, leading the people by example. Most of his prophecies are very concrete. He says to the people, look, you can do this. He almost gives them a prophetic pep talk. It's really quite inspiring, really quite remarkable. And it's what's what's perhaps most interesting is his recorded prophecies are just two chapters long. We have next to nothing from him. And yet he delivers this prophecy. It's really quite remarkable. Um, and then I would add yeah, one other thing, which is really uh, really quite remarkable to me, is that the dates of his prophecy are remarkably timely. His first prophecy is delivered on the first day 
of the month of Elul. That's the beginning of the period of repentance, and he actually calls upon the people to repent. Right? Remarkable. It's really extraordinary. The next date is later on in the month of Elul, when he again calls upon the people to come closer to God. So there's a sense in which the story of Haggai is the story of our Jewish calendar. But perhaps most remarkable of all, the final recorded prophecy takes place right at the beginning of the contemporary holiday of Hanukkah. And that, I think, is perhaps the most remarkable piece of all. He calls upon the Jews to rebuild the temple. And it's remarkable. Just like the Jews rededicated and rebuilt the temple at the time of Hanukkah. And not a physical reconstruction, but still spiritually as much the same process. I believe that the rabbis saw in Haggai a model for blend of spirituality and sort of a practical hands-on approach to Jewish living. That the Maccabees ultimately came to exemplify in their heroism and ultimately speaks to the holiday of Hanukkah, which is just about to be underway. And Lord knows there is nothing we need more desperately these days than a good, solid blend of righteousness and the practical, hands-on dedication to rebuilding this world ourselves. Rabbi Sinensky, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure. This has been Take One a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.